I was so blessed today, as or yesterday, as we flew in to Harrisburg. I got to see something that I have always wanted to see. I remember a couple of years ago seeing a National Geographic photograph of a full circle rainbow. And I'd never even heard of a full circle rainbow, but do you know, apparently rainbows are not just arcs, they're, they're full circles. But when you're on the ground, because of the horizon, you can only see half of it. But when you are at altitude, if the conditions are just right, if the clouds are just right, if the angle of the sun's just right, and, and you're looking, you can actually sometimes see a full circle rainbow. And yesterday, as I flew into Harrisburg, I looked out the window, and there it was, this full circle rainbow. And it, it was particularly special to me because <clears throat> I remember uh, probably last year going to bed one night thinking about problems and worrying. And anybody ever worry here? Oh, this is a peaceful town. Hallelujah. Bless you. That's good. You know, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. But I, um, I was going in my head. And as I closed my eyes, I, I remembered the picture of this full circle rainbow. And I heard the Lord speak to me and just say, I've got you covered. You know, the promises of God, there's a, a yes and amen. There's a rainbow around the throne of God, you know. And at the right altitude, God wants you to recognise the full circle surrounding truth of His promises, that He has us covered. Hallelujah. Uh, Psalm 32, 7 says, You are my hiding place. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with songs of deliverance. Hallelujah. He's got us covered. He's got us surrounded. And I believe even here, as I saw it over Harrisburg, the Lord is asking us to come up higher. One of the key words we heard at the summit this week was from the prophets was come up higher. You know, you can only see the full circle from high altitude. And I believe the Lord is wanting us to lift up our eyes and to come up above all the noise and the clamour and the sad, bad, awful that is going on in the world. And instead of being consumed with all the stuff, to come up higher. And God wants to release fresh vision. He wants to show you exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask, hope or imagine. That He wants you to dream for more than what you've seen. That He wants to release the rare and the extraordinary, the fullness of all that He has for you. Hallelujah. So Father, we say thank You. Help us, Lord, to come up here. Hallelujah. Like Revelation 4, there's an open door. It's the year of the open door. Come up here. I want to show you from a new perspective. And I believe that God is going to bring uh, even things that have been broken. God's going to bring them full circle as you let him bring you up higher and hear his thoughts and hear his voice. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, we've been seeing God doing some extraordinary miracles. 
And I'm so thankful for his for his hand and all that he's doing. I had the privilege of being in Nigeria this year with Global Awakening and oh, it was so much fun. Uh, they, they brought a whole bunch of widows. They, they talk about the widows like they're a people group in Nigeria, this, these internally displaced people that thousands and thousands and thousands of them uh, you know, have been through unspeakable things but to watch as, as they'd love on each other. And I, I saw one lady bringing her blind friend from the village, completely blind in both eyes. And I watched as God gave her a sight back. I watched as the mute spoke and the lame got up and did their African dances in the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, our God is faithful. Amen. And we've been seeing the Lord do some wonderful creative miracles in Australia, in America. I tell you, nothing is impossible for those who believe. Amen. So Father, we thank You for today. This is the day that the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, we celebrate in You. We say thank You for Your mercy. Lord, we ask that You would stretch forth Your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and miracles in the name of Your holy servant, Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Well, I wonder if you'd turn with me to Psalm 126. Hallelujah. Verse 5 says this, Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. He who continually goes forth weeping, bearing seed for sowing, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Hallelujah. I love this scripture. He who continually goes forth weeping, bearing his bag of seed for sowing, will doubtless come again with rejoicing, bearing his sheaves with him. You know, when you are going through a season of pain or dis- disappointment or discouragement, it's easy just to sit in a puddle and be sad. <laughs> Woe is me, nobody knows the trouble I've seen. And, you know, there is a little bit of value in maybe the, the sympathy you can get. But God is looking for you to come up higher and recognise He has so much more for you than sympathy. He wants you to get up in the midst of your weeping and go forth weeping, bearing your bag of seed, not so that you've got something to say, hey, I'm a victim, let me show you how bad I've had it. But to bear that bag of seed, to intentionally sow it. Because God wants to give you the divine exchange rate of heaven as you sow your tears, He wants you to reap with joy. Amen. I remember years ago, um, after my first book got released and I, I was, uh, did an interview with Sid Roth. And Sid introduced me as the next Catherine Coleman, and you know, everywhere I went, people were coming with their suitcases and their sick, and we were seeing, so, you know, I'm still amazing miracles. But I remember in one of the first meetings after that, I was doing a series of meetings at Glory City Atlanta, and some wonderful things were happening. 
But a family came with a little boy that was autistic and nonverbal. And we had three nights of meetings, saw people get up out of wheelchairs, amazing miracles. But this family, when I saw them at the end of the three nights, the little boy still couldn't speak. And they were happy. They're like, oh, we had an amazing time. But I was not happy. I was like, God, really wanted to see that happen. And I went from there to Los Angeles, I think. Charles Stock was preaching. It was just wonderful. And, and Cindy Jacobs and others. I was there for a conference. And, and, but I was sitting in the meeting that night in LA, thinking not about the preaching, though it was wonderful. I was thinking about that little boy. And I was wrestling with God. I'm like, God. It's just not okay that they don't all get healed. I know everybody's been talking about this for ages. I know everybody asks this. But God, you healed all who came to you. And you said the same works that we do and greater works. Lord, it should be normal that they all get healed. It should be normal. Lord, it's... And I was wrestling with God. Anybody ever wrestled with God? He can handle it. He's very big. But he, he also appreciates honest prayers. It's okay to be honest. I mean, read the Psalms. You're, you're very quiet. Hallelujah. You'll need to help me a little bit here. Thank you, Charles. Yeah, come on. Ah, I feel that fire. Anyway, after the meeting, I went out to the back car park and, um, excuse me, parking lot. Parking lot. I can't speak American. I'll try. But it was dark and my, we had some of our pastors from Glory City, Atlanta. They were, going, they were opening up the car. And in the dark, this guy just came up to me. And I was thinking like, oh, LA, dark, Hello. <laughs> and he says, pick a number between 1 and 22. I was like, uh, hi, I'm Catherine. What's your name? And he says, pick a number between 1 and 22. I was like, okay. Uh, and I picked a number. And he says, I have a verse for you. Pulls out this big Bible. And he says, and he healed them all. I was like, I, I turned around to find my friends, like, this is amazing. And I turned back and he'd gone. I was like, oh. But you know, I believe that God is asking us to come up higher, to recognize that his desires are far, far higher than ours, that we need to stop thinking like people who are on the earth and can only see part of the promise when God wants to bring you up higher so that you can recognise He wants to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask, hope or imagine. And so instead of being sad and frustrated about this little boy, I decided I'm going to sow that. You know, I've got some Australian money here. It's a $50 Australian note. It's not worth as much as yours, but still, it has value. But here I can do nothing with it unless I take it to the exchange place. Then I can get some American money. Hallelujah. 
you know, this is foreign currency here. And our pain, our disappointments, our shame is foreign currency in the kingdom. Now, I'm not going to just throw this in the bin, the trash can, because it, I can't do anything with it here. It has value if I exchange it. And the exchange rate is, I don't know, is probably pretty good at the moment, but God is looking for you not to waste your tears, not to carry them around with you as your badge of victimhood, but to actually willingly hand it over. If I exchange that, I don't get that anymore. I haven't got it anymore. But if I exchange it, I get the currency of the kingdom that I'm exchanging it in. Now, if I sow my disappointment, Lord, I'm sowing that little boy that didn't speak because I want double recompense. I want to see, I want double for that. I want to show you a little video of one of our uh, monthly partners. They're so beautiful. I was at um, the Greater Things event, I think, back in probably 2020, 2020, I think it was 2020, 2021. 2021, that's when we finally got permission to get out and travel. Um, so I was at Greater Things in Oklahoma City. And on my way out of one of the meetings, this grandmother came up to Tom and said, do you think Catherine would just pray for my grandson? And he said, oh, sure. And so she ran outside to get her grandson and his mum. And, uh, and I just laid hands on this little three-year-old boy. He was nonverbal, autistic, nonverbal, couldn't, um, couldn't eat solid food, had never spoken in sentences. We just prayed a quick prayer as I walked out the door. Well, the next morning, his mum heard him singing. And then he turned around to her and he said, Mummy, look at the train. And Mummy just about fell on the floor. Then he was eating solid food. And now we've been, we've been partners for several years now. I just had dinner with him on Thursday night, he and his family. And, and they sent me a little video of him reading. And he is ahead of his class at five years old, <laughs> reading fluently. I mean, it's amazing. His teachers are just, this is incredible. This is a miracle. I want to show you this little video. We put a bunch of these on Instagram. Isaiah was autistic, nonverbal, never spoken in sentences, never been able to eat solid food. And we just laid hands on him and thanked the Lord for his healing power. The next day in the morning, mum looked over and Isaiah was sitting by the window and he was singing. And she'd never heard him do anything like that before. And then he turned to her and he said, Mummy, look at the train which is the first time he'd ever spoken. And so I got to see him this, this last week and we were having wonderful conversation. My heart had to say, Lord, you are magnificent. Lord, you are magnificent, magnificent God. And now since that video, we've, also, we've seen two or three others confirmed who have had one six-year-old, one three-year-old little boy and another three-year-old that, that are all confirmed fully speaking in sentences. One of them was on the lowest percentile possible, uh, actually had a degenerative disease and 
he left the meeting speaking. Well, you know, there is nothing impossible for God. Hallelujah. Two of the, the first people I, I prayed for, actually the first person I ever prayed for for a miracle was my brother-in-law who had a deaf ear and it didn't open. And I sewed it in faith. I want double for that. And you know, now one of the most common miracles we see is, is deaf ears opening. During that first year that I really stepped out into ministry, I had two close friends die of cancer. And I prayed for them both. And I just thought, oh, I don't think I want to do this healing thing. I think I'd rather just stick with the prophetic, preach the gospel. And I, I, don't, want to dis- I don't want to tell people that you heal God and then them to be disappointed. I feel like evangelistically, it would be more sensible just to stay away from that healing thing. And it seemed like a very reasonable Thing to me, and I was grieving. And in the in the meeting, as I in, in a worship night, I was just grieving, and I was putting the whole healing ministry in the too hard basket. I thought, no, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. And I had an encounter with the Lord in the middle of worship. That's why I love places that value the presence of God. And the Lord spoke to me so clearly, and He said, "Catherine, you must believe." So. I, I sowed the pain of those ones that had died. I said, God, I want double. Well, today we have seen so many remarkable miracles. We, I, I think of one of the elders in our church who had a big bowel tumour, secondary tumours in the lungs, cancer in the lymph nodes, had an operation to remove the bowel tumour, but The bowel didn't start again. They put in a colostomy bag, but the bowel didn't restart. And nine days later, he was in agony. And they said he's got about 48 hours left. And we walked in and I said, James, you look terrible. Let's take a picture. This is going to preach really well. And we celebrated and we thanked God. We worshipped and we left. And the following night, Jesus walked into his hospital room He had a seven-hour encounter with God and woke up totally healed to the point they had to remove the colostomy bag. Hallelujah. That That was seven years ago, eight years ago now. There's another, there was another night I was in Sydney and a couple came forward and interrupted the meeting. I don't encourage you to do that, but... Um, the power of God was just moving. The gift of faith was in the room. And this couple came forward hand in hand and they said, please, will you pray for our son who's in the hospital? And I didn't know what was wrong with him, but I remembered a story by John G. Lake. Anybody read Adventures in God by John G. Lake? Oh man, you guys need to read more stuff. Like I read that every Christmas for my own pleasure. I read it every year. It only takes a few hours. And there's a story in there of where he got a prayer request for a woman in Wales who was insane. And he went to pray for her, got on his knees on the platform and just invited the congregation to pray. He felt himself go into a trance and actually saw himself walking into the room in Wales and laying hands on her. And they found out six weeks later when the snail mail came that At that very moment, she'd been instantly restored. And as I went to pray for this couple, I remembered that testimony. 
That's why we need to talk about the testimonies. Hallelujah. It releases hope. It releases faith. And I remembered that testimony and I went to pray for him and I, I felt this deep intercession coming on me. And I felt myself in a vision. I saw myself walking into this man's hospital room and laying hands on him. Well, I didn't find out till seven years later what happened. I was doing a meeting for our friends Mark and Darlene Check on the Central Coast and this couple came up in between services and said, do you remember us? I was like, no, sorry. They said, we interrupted your meeting seven years ago in Sydney. And I went, oh, I do remember you. They said, did you know what happened? And I said, no. They said, our son had end-stage lymphoma, tumours all through his body. And the very moment that we prayed, he was instantly healed and to this day is still completely healed. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you today, uh, Zechariah 9.11, as for you also, because of the blood of your covenant, I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Return to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Even today, I declare that I will restore double to you. God wants to restore double for your trouble. He doesn't want you carrying your bag of seed as a burden and a disappointment. He wants you to take it and sow it, to go even in the midst of your weeping, even in the midst of your pain, to sow it and say, God, I'm thanking you for double for that. You said for my former shame, pain, disgrace, I could have double recompense. I'm taking everything that doesn't look like the kingdom, everything that looks like foreign currency, If it's not righteousness, peace and joy, if it's not found in heaven, it's foreign currency and I am gonna sow it. That promise was given even to people who brought the trouble on themselves. He's so good at redeeming. And I believe the Lord is calling many of you today to recognise you have a bag of seed and it's time to sow it. It's time to come up higher and let the Holy Spirit release the gift of faith to you to recognise and believe that all things are possible, that God doesn't wanna just half do it. He wants to bring the full perspective of His promises and He wants to release in you vision to see what He sees, to believe for what He is calling you to believe for and to release the fullness. See, God hasn't called us just to echo what's been done in the past. He wants to take you from glory to glory. And He's just waiting for someone who will give up, give up the right to hold on to things and stay on the earth and instead come up, ascend, sit with Him, begin to see, begin to believe. For who, who will ascend the hill of the Lord? It's those that have been cleansed by the blood of the Lamb who will intentionally lift up their eyes to Him. I can feel the gift of faith being released right now. You shake it. There's even people here right now. You, you've been called whew, like John G. Lake to have really uh, uh, aggressive faith. Hallelujah. There's someone right here in the middle. There's, you, you know, you're burning for a healing. Uh, uh, there's a healing call and you just stand up. Where, Father, I thank you. Wow. Yeah, come here. I'll put my hands on you. Someone quickly come behind him, Papa. Father, right, 
Now, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father, for that anointing. Father, for many will be saved and healed, delivered, says the Lord. Many, hey, you're going to see the tumors disappear. You're going to see the creative miracles, declares the Lord. Blessed are you who has believed, for there will be a fulfillment of these things promised to you. For I see that there's a shift in the season for you. There's a prophetic anointing too. And I see the words of knowledge. I see you sensing that there's a shift that you can smell the rain coming. Oh, and you've been in prayer. Hey, and the Lord says you've been, you've conceived it and you will give birth to it, declares the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. All things are possible. Only believe. Only believe, only believe. Can someone stand behind her? All things are possible. Only believe. Oh, come on, you can help me. Only believe. All things are possible, only believe. There's someone over here that you have an, uh, an, it's like a liver disease. Who is that person? I want to pray for you. Where's that person that you, you've got a liver condition, a liver disease. The Lord wants to touch you. If that's you, come quickly. Only those ones that I'm calling out right now. Lift up your hands. Jesus, Father, thank you. Where's that person with the liver condition? Yeah, thanks, Lord. I'm happy for you. Is it you? Yeah, lift up your hands to the Lord. I saw this at the beginning of the service. He's been looking forward. He's been looking forward to this. Let's look up at him. You are beautiful beyond description too marvelous for words Father we lift our eyes to you too wonderful for comprehension oh Jesus I thank you for your anointing I thank you Lord we look to you I thank you for a miracle miracle now in the name of Jesus that's so good God hallelujah just quickly, someone behind her, Father. Oh, come here, honey. Come here. Thank you, Lord. Is there someone over here? You've had, you have, I think you may have had a surgery on your ear or you might, for some reason, there's a problem with your, eardrum and you can't hear it all in that ear. Goody, goody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Hooray. Hallelujah. Thank you for a healing miracle now. Wow. Thanks, Daddy. Yay. Someone's got a problem in the bottom of their foot, just right here in these first few rows. Who's that person? You got a, 
You got some, is that you? Yeah, yeah. He cares. Oh, someone better catch him. Hey, come on, come on. Oh, hey. <laughs> Just like that. Thanks. <laughs> oh, I'm having fun. Praise the Lord. Would you just sing with me? I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you, all my soul. Rejoice, take joy, my King, in what you hear. Let it be a sweet, sweet sound in Thanks, Jesus. I feel like there's someone around here that you've got, you've been having a real tight, there's been a tightening and a pain in your chest. Who is that? Who is that person? Just, there's someone around here. Just give me a wave if you've been getting that. There's been tightening, pain in the chest. Just put your hand on your chest there. Papa, Holy Spirit, come. Hey, there. Free in the name of Jesus. Lord, I give you glory. I give you thanks. You know, if you're here today and you know in your heart you are not following Jesus, we're about to enter into such a glorious time of acceleration. You know, while the earth is raging and the war, nations are raging, God is sitting in the heavens and laughing. And he's waiting who's going to come up and sit with Him. Hallelujah. And recognise that in the, while the world is all drama, God is not looking for people who will panic. He is looking for those who recognise the opportunity for harvest and divine acceleration and signs and wonders. The Isaiah 60, arise, shine, for the light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Father, I thank You. But I believe if you're here right now, I wanna pray for you. If you, if you know in your heart you are not following God. I found in America a lot of people believe in God, but so does the devil. And that does not mean you are saved. But if you will put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour, if you'll come to Him and say, Lord, I need your forgiveness. I need your grace. I wanna receive you as my Saviour and my Lord. If, and, you, and you know in your heart you are not following Him. You are not walking with Him. And you think, I, you just know, I wanna get my life right with God today. Today is the day. It's a perfect time to surrender your life to Jesus. If that's you, would you just lift your hand? I wanna give you that opportunity today. If you say, yes, that's me. I want today to be the day. I see you, I see you. God bless you. Is there anybody else? Father, I thank you today. If that's you, you know I'm not following with God. I'm, I'm gonna get honest with God. I see you, God bless you. Is there anybody else? I see you, 
God bless you. Anybody else that says, yeah, I've got to get my life right with God today. I'm, I'm coming home. Father, I thank you. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I see you. I see you. God bless you. It's beautiful. Anybody else? Thank you, Papa. I thank you. Thank you. I see you. Anybody else? This is beautiful. I see you. Thank you, Jesus. Anybody else that says, yeah, I need to get my life right with him today. Thank you, Papa. I see you. And God sees you. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus. Yeah, he sees that. He loves that honesty. Because the honest are the ones that get help. You know, you can say, I'm rich and full and have need of nothing. But if you get honest with him, he can help you. So let's pray together now, can we? Would you all pray this with me? Father God, I believe you sent your son Jesus to take on my sin. I believe Jesus died and rose again. Right now, Father, have mercy on me. I receive your grace. Forgive me for all of my sin. Come into my life. Make me new on the inside. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I just ask for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you to enlighten the eyes of their understanding. Lord, bless them. I thank you that you receive them, that you grip a hold of them, that you reveal your love to them today in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Right now, just as I close, if you need healing in your body, I want you to put your hand on the part of your body that needs healing. For all things are possible. And Father, I thank you. This isn't some second prize, consolation prize. The presence of the Holy Spirit is here. The Spirit of God is here. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead is right here, right now. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for your anointing. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking right now, Holy Spirit, that you would come, that you would touch and that you would heal and you would deliver now in the name of Jesus Christ. In fact, if you're believing for healing right now, I want you to stand where you are. Hallelujah. And if you have faith to believe with them, I want you to put your hands on somebody standing near you. Father, I thank you, Lord, for your healing anointing. We're gonna pray. Papa, I thank you right now for miracles, for breakthrough, for healing, Lord, for the gift of faith to come upon people. Now in the Name of Jesus, I thank you for healing, for your anointing that breaks the yoke. I thank you, Father, for the gift of faith. I thank you, Lord, for the gift of sight in Jesus' Name, for wisdom and revelation. Healing now in the Name of Jesus, we give you all the glory and all the praise. Now just do something you couldn't do before. Begin to move. Begin to say thank you. Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. Amen. Thank you, Lord.